Is that a scam caller on your phone? And have you run from the police? Let's learn a thing or two. All right, welcome back to the Two Top Podcast. Hey, welcome back. It's a uh, sleepy Tuesday here in the sleepy studio. Sleepy Tuesday. I didn't have class, so I'm I'm not 100% awake for this lovely morning of podcasting. S- seems like your brain goes on kind of like autopilot. I mean, if you days. don't have to be awake, why even bother? But Give yourself a rest. I woke up. I'm ready to go. Matt, you're here. We're ready to go. We're here. We, we are here finally. Yeah, it took some time to get, get going in the morning, but that's just always how it is. But we're here to podcast. And we, that's are, matters, we are. We so. are. Um, but Matt, there's something annoying that happens to me all the time. And it happened to me again last night. I feel like it might happen to me too. And it happens to you. I can I can promise you, I haven't even said it. You don't even know what it is, but it happens to you. I, I bet it does. Just unfortunate things happen to me sometimes. Spam calls. Yes, I get them all the time. I actually prided myself this week. I, I talked back to one spam call and I got them to hang up on me. It was I, fun. I love playing that game, but you, you really have to be like fed up and be like, you know what? Like I'm sick of getting these calls. Cause sometimes there will go days. I get zero calls. Other days I'll get three calls. Yeah. What's up with that? That's, this is a great topic, Thomas. This is so relevant. Just this past week. I think I got maybe like six spam calls within the span of like three days. It's, it's wild. It's so, so wild. They and even get your area codes. I, I found out some wild facts too, that I'll, I'll explain. But so first off you should always know if you get now there's spam calls like people calling for donations and stuff but then there's like scam spam calls as well so like bam calls yeah if someone's calling from the irs well they're not the irs because the irs will never call you they will send you a letter in the mail first and then they will call yeah so that later on they'll call it rarely people reach out to you it's normally like mail they mail letter after letter you're yeah. right they, you know people are scamming from the beginning if they say they're your bank you know i'm like um unless if i call the bank i'm not talking to my bank i'm probably talking to some random person That's so there's this article here it's like uh the irs will never call taxpayers without mailing them first and they the irs themselves say that they will never threaten to contact local police or similar authorities to threaten legal action on non-payment of taxes i feel like that's what happens immediately in one of those fake irs calls where they're like you have to send money to this number in this country right now but you know it's funny like a lot of these things like they go after everyone so there's actually a tweet of a police officer who was that sent that type of threat and he was like like a scammer calling for the, from the IRS saying mm-hmm. that they'll contact local police and it's, and the guy's like, I am the police. You're okay. That but, was to like a local area. Like they tweeted out like, yeah. hey, at town of whatever, Winston, it's all good. But like including these scam calls, I won't go into it, but scam emails, all these things have improved. Like if you feel like you've been getting more recently, that would be true because they've increased 60% in 2018. Does that mean it's been working? And they have the funds to fund the, I don't know, would you call it technological advances in spam technology? (laughs) Maybe, but I'll get into that because while I was doing research on this topic, I found out they're called robocalls. They're bots essentially, right? Yeah, I get get one, Thomas, in particular that's like, hello, is Jeffrey there? And then, of course, you say, "Uh, no, 
and then that triggers the next line. Yeah. It's weird, man. But a lot it. of politicians, they'll send their, like, campaign stuff. That's right. Politicians use it. And that's that's less of scam spam and more of spam. Yes. But in my opinion, it's spam. But like you hardcore spam can do that out. as well. There like are, an automated... There are sites that you can pay to send your automated message across the phone line. So that's what the politicians are using, just these paid sites? Yeah. That, oh, so it's not that hard. Um, Some stuff that... More IRS stuff, because, like, when Steve calls saying that your insurance is wrong, you kind of, like, bat an eye. But when the IRS, the IRS in quotes... Yeah, that means the government wants your money, and you owe them money, and you could be criminalized. You could be locked up. But like you said, they're not going to call you. They're so, mail you. I mean, I guess we're kind of talking about the IRS as well. But an IRS employee will never, so you can, like, filter out these calls. They will never call demanding immediate payment. They will never demand payment without taxpayers uh, having the question to appeal it. Um, they can't demand taxpayers to pay their taxes in a specific way, like a prepaid debit card. Which, if that were ever to happen, that's the most fishiest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, prepaid debit. Um, they will never ask for credit or debit card numbers over the phone. They will never threaten local police, and they will never threaten legal action. But these scams and these robocalls, even in tax season, they're all the time. They're year-round. People are sending scam messages. So half of all mobile calls are expected to be spam robocalls by the end of 2019. Which Half of them. is yeah. so annoying because, like, if you see at this point, like, I'm applying to jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you see a number you don't recognize, now I have to pick everything up. And when I pick everything up, I end up picking up these scam calls that I don't need. I, not that I like getting spam calls, but I pick up every phone number hoping, like, it's, like, even a wrong call. I like to have a conversation sometimes. Is that weird? I guess a little weird. I just, I just want a friend on the phone. But I'm just like, hey, no, this is Matt. How's, how's your day going or something like that? But I I get a lot of spam calls, and I pick up every call, and it's interesting to see if it's a bot or not. And sometimes I'm confused in determining whether it is a bot or whether it's not. It's a human, you know? They sound identical, like that Jeffrey one. They're, I should just block yeah. the number. But, you know, they can change numbers. They have that ability. They have the ability to find your area code to make it more relatable for you yeah, to pick yeah, yeah. up and those are the worst kinds um i actually was watching shark tank two weeks ago and there was a pitch on shark tank where the the people had a company that was a program you could subscribe to and the program would alt- auto sort out those spam calls i don't know how well but it would have its own bot talk back to the bot and they had some examples of the, i don't know if they're canned kind of responses or if they're actually like live recorded things but it was funny. It was comical. It was like really like classic on the phone scenarios, talking back to the bots and the bots or the actual people, like tell spam telemarketer people are fooled by your friendly bots to get them never to call back again. Yeah, it reminds me of like the Google. Cool. The Google. Um, uh, I'll get into that. But Google has been working on their AI to now call things as well, like call in a reservation for me yeah that's right that's right that and that's a real thing so now we have to think like okay bots are doing good things on the phone or like beneficial things but they are hurting not only our time but they're hurting our wallets as well so in 2017 about three 
30 billion robocalls were sent in the US and based on like phone plans and all that it ended up costing the consumers about 35 million dollars across the US. Jeez, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money spammed out of you. So it's it's not very good. No. No. And you know the the spam artists, would you call them con artists? Would you call them criminals, Thomas? Yeah, I'd call them criminals. I mean, there's a statistics here that a scammer can average three four hundred and thirty dollars per successful phone call last year, said the FCC in twenty eighteen. Per call? That's like an average. So like, like the person doing the spam for someone else, like how much they get well, paid. Well, like the scammer. So like, or if they're actually getting money through the phone. Imagine if you cast a wide net mm-hmm. of like a hundred people. If you get one person to bite, like that's your your cash out. You don't need everybody to bite. No, you just but get you just wide enough one, net and you'll one get one person some who's unaware of what's going on that's and crazy. like cashes out a thousand. That's crazy. Yeah, you're right. That's that that is criminal. Um. I had a I had a point. I was thinking about all these spam calls. Anyway, spam calls. There's there's a bunch of things that like. There's things that you should listen for to like tell if it's fake. I'm guessing pauses longer than normal pauses. Yeah, it's pauses. Um. IRS and debt collecting during tax season are calling about donations during the holiday seasons or during a national tragedy. They will fish your personal information. That's sick, man. That's awful. Or they'll agree to, uh, or get you to agree to buy shoddy products or accept fraudulent charges. And the FCC warns that like calls asking, can you hear me? Or do you pay most of your bills at home? Are probably trying to record your voice saying yes. And then use your voice against you authorizing charges on a bill or a stolen credit card. Oh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. And then they take your yes. We got to be careful. They're recording now. Um, And they'll be like, did you authorize this transaction on 316.19? And we're like, yes. You know, that's awful. Which is like super, super scamming. Yeah, that's super scam. That's smart. These, these, these. Con- these criminals are smart. I was going to say it's probably easier to cast an even wider net with the bots because you don't have to have people calling number to number. You can have bots call hundreds of numbers at the same time or, you know, call, 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 call really quickly. You know, it's a factory of scam. But, like, after reading this article and doing research, I feel like I can never answer, like, one-word phrases now. I feel like everything needs to be complex on a scam call just in case, just in case I'm being recorded to be used malicious later on another date. Yeah, like I guess just answer your phone is yellow. Yellow. <laughs> never use your name. Say never say like. This can you is hear Thomas. me? I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You should repeat the question. Yeah. If it's sketchy. I mean, I've gotten wild calls. One time, I someone told me I want to cruise. I like had free time, so I was like, I'll play this game. I have to send you my favorite TED talk because we're talking about email scam too. Yeah. The Veach. one guy. He. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he responds to the email, and I don't know if it's absolutely real it's very funny though you know just the way he responds and he's serious and and the other person it catches them off guard it's like that classic like oh this is actually working type of scenario yeah you know so everyone should watch it. let's go into how to like protect your tel- protect yourself in the meantime yeah so you can register your number on the national do not call registry if you haven't already it's on uh do not call.gov. So it's a government run agency. This will stop legit marketers calling you within a month. 
because there's legal. I don't know. I'm sure you. Well, it's like put no your... soliciting at your house if you put the sign up. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you have accidentally s- basically sold your phone number away. Not sold it, just given it away. Yeah. By signing something that you didn't read the fine print, which we talked about the fine print. Um, but th- and that's why they're legally allowed to call you, right? But if the government prohibits people from calling you for marketing purposes, they won't call you. That's what that is. But I don't want to miss any important calls. No. You also, another thing, don't pick up. If it's a number you don't recognize, just let it go to voicemail. Many of these spammers don't have the time to, like, leave a message. So we'll just... Yeah. Unless they're a politician, then you will get a lovely, nice... Hi, this is blah, 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 representing blah, blah, blah. I was going to ask, if you pick up the phone, are they more likely to call back? No. A lot of these are just, like, one shot. One shot? Yeah. I feel like your number, when you pick up, you get marked as answers the phone. And then your number, like, between the scammers, they sell your number as more expensive because you definitely pick up the phone or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you should never say yes on the phone as well. We talked about that. Um, the D- IRS, the Social Security, and the DMV are never calling you. Mm-hmm. Um, check for charges. If something did slip fr- into a scammer's hand, always check to see if something has gotten through. Um, see if your provider has anything. Uh, AT&T has call protection. T-Mobile has scam ID or scam block. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff is free, so you just have to check with the website. Uh-huh. But what's great is today, it's your phone back in the day when you had the cable phone. You pick it up. You can't really do much about that. Mm-hmm. But now we have cell phones. And you know what cell phones have? Apps. There's yeah. apps. There's an app for that. Apps on apps and apps. For, iOS for and Pixel yeah. have all these things. Yeah. So I should I I mean I don't like I said I'm weird and I like answering the phone but um maybe I should register my number on the anti call registry or something and try to get rid of that Jeffrey call. The Jeffrey call bothers me cuz it's not a real person. So Haya is um free for a- Android and iOS that flags potential scam calls and, and adds context to where the unknown number might be coming from and lets you report scam numbers in the app. Yeah, and that one Shark Tank pit shark tank pitch episode that i watched where it was the scam program they took um flag numbers from apps like that that people flagged on their own and then it recognizes those numbers later on which is pretty smart so yeah avoid those spam calls now you have some advice so let's see what it was called that um that application it was called I think it's called Spam Can. Spam Can. That's a good one. Oh, sh- uh, anyway, spam calls are bad. And we don't fact. want. Fact. Yeah. You don't want them. You don't want to lose money. I'm shocked how much money they make. Because like you said, wide enough net, you'll get one person, make a couple thousand bucks. I don't know. Like Crazy stuff. It's really just they only need one. And, and Don't be that one. No, you don't want to be that one. No. No. But I think... That's all my notes right here on spam calls. So, Matt. While you're getting scammed, Thomas, let's try to avoid getting scammed in the automotive world. Okay. What are we talking? We're talking police chases today. You know why we're talking police chases today? Because I've been addicted to watching police chases on YouTube for the past week and a half. Yeah, you were talking about it last week, so I see nothing's changed. Thomas, 
it's addicting. You're it's like it's better than sports, man. I'm not I'm not into watching sports, but this is like it's like essentially life or death. I mean, it is every time. This is extremely like dangerous, scary for local people. It seems like all these car chases are happening in the same cities too. Can you can you name a couple? I'm thinking Houston, Texas, Los Angeles, California, Tampa, Florida, um, where Tulsa, Oklahoma is a big one. Those are like hotbeds for car chases. I don't know why. Well, crazy people, I guess. Yeah, people on deranged the people. Yeah, and they're really unfortunate to watch. And you're like, oh man, like they're they're like losing their mind while they're running from the police you know but it's exciting and then you get to see all the tactics they have to stop these cars and sometimes you're like the police are pretty bad at stopping car chases but then you have to think about it also car chases are extremely dangerous would you want to like chase after a car going over 100 miles an hour you know making crazy turns without knowing where they're going no, and you also wouldn't want to be in, like, the barricade to stop them as well. Not at all. And that, you know, I'm going to talk about road road spikes, like the spikes they throw out in the road. That's extremely dangerous because you're basically getting in front of the speeding car, throwing out the spikes, and then pulling them back, you know? They have to pull them back, otherwise they could, like, spike other cars by accident. Yeah, you can't just leave a spike strip in the street. Yeah, and it's not like you can just shut down roads right away and get civilian, like, innocent bystanders out of the way you don't know where the person's going so you know for example in la these people are like speeding like 80 miles an hour through neighborhoods and there's people walking out on the street and then i want to get into a little bit about media coverage media coverage is its own beast to the problem because yeah you get to watch this from the helicopter or whatever live on tv it's actually not live i'll get into that in a minute but that actually gets people to go out on the street. They're like, oh, there's a car chase in my neighborhood. I'm going to go stand on the curb and watch this car chase. They're sensationalized. That's the worst. They're yeah. sensationalized. That's the worst thing you can do. You're going to get hit by a car. You might get shot by like a stray bullet or something. It, these car chases are crazy. So essentially the rise of the automotive industry in the 20th century increased car ownership, thus leading to a growing number of criminals attempting to evade the police in cars. And I actually pulled up an article here. It's pretty funny. The first ever recorded police chase was in, um, let me get the year here, in 1904 in St. Louis. And the police department just had put their new skidoodle wagon into service the week before. So shortly after turning west, um, the speed increased to 16 miles per hour, which was... um, Oh, at most 20 miles per hour, and the speed limit was only 9 miles per hour in the city. Ooh, so it was, that was an also chase. one of the slowest police chases. It evaded a traffic stop for speeding. Yeah, that's just so funny at the beginning of the 20th century. So in 1904. Nowadays, speeds, you know, you know how fast cars are these days. They go over 100 miles an hour, like no big deal. You yeah. know, these little cars, small engines... So there's a couple different things we have going into play here. Um, they have a different number of techniques to end chases. So from pleading with the driver, like yelling, you know, like pull over, you know, like get out of the car, or waiting for the driver's vehicle to run out of fuel. And normally that's the case, what stops these chases, and then the, the, the suspect runs away. You know, they ditch the car, throw the keys in the woods, run into a field, and then the police surround them or whatever. It happens every time. I've watched enough chases in the past week and a half probably an unhealthy (laughs) amount they all last about an hour and 10 minutes 
literally every chase from the time the helicopter picks him up. Do you after watch the, the full chase? No, I, I fast forward, Thomas. I'd be insane if I watched it. Actually, I mean, I do other stuff while I have it on, which is weird. Am I weird? I don't know. It's just really it's background it's noise. It's like sport. And in the comments, everyone's like, was I the only one rooting for the person to get away? And like inside, I'm like, some people I want them to get away. If they have a gun or they did something bad, I don't want them getting away at all, Thomas. I want them to like be picked up right away. But like some people who are just like running because like they stole their girlfriend's car and they're just trying to like meet up with their friends or something. Like, yeah, it's tragic and like they shouldn't steal a car. They shouldn't speed and put people's lives at danger. But also like, I don't know. You want them to run. You want it to be, you know, you picture that the music going while they're going around. You know, it's it's entertaining, but also extremely dangerous. So. I looked into some historic and notable car chases. Um, a lot of them happened in L.A. There was actually um, one in Los Angeles where the police station asked the media to stop covering it because people didn't think the, the criminals were bad enough to get charged, so people were rooting the person to get away. Oh, I watched another one in L.A. where these people stole a convertible, and they were riding around taking pictures and like calling people. And that's the thing. Phones... They're filming themselves. They're calling. They're trying to make a scene. A lot of these people, they pulled into this one neighborhood and they just hung out with like the local people. And the police were like, there are like hundreds of just like pedestrians walking around. Like, how do we arrest this person? They like slowly had to encroach. And you watched it from the helicopter and like the people just like surrendered right away. And it was just like, you don't know what happens. And then there's like this lady running, crying and like people holding her back. And you're like, wow, is this like, a real life action movie where like Johnny why'd you do it or something like I don't know like something like that some other chases um, there were let's see in 2005 in Australia so these don't just happen in the United States they happen all over um, hey, local that, driver, there's a car yeah yeah a local driver crashed a stolen stolen vehicle into a tree killing two passengers and that led to a lot of uh, you know political concerns for whether they should be chased or they should be let go and then found at a later time when they're not in a car that can cause so much damage a lot of problems in foreign countries i've found state not state borders in united states state borders it's similar but country borders in other countries there's a lot of permissions that allow police to cross borders and there's some permissions that don't allow them to cross country borders to chase so if you're trying to break out from switzerland and you run to another country or whatever you know sometimes they can't chase you sometimes they will chase you maybe you tried to cross the mexican border or the canadian border and you're trying to get out of here and i know crossing the mexican border it happens all the time especially in southern california people are illegally drug smuggling and stuff the police are really good at cross-border chases because they expect it now like literally they have police cars pointed both ways at the border just ready to go it happens like, all the time. We got you. They got them. Um, but, yeah, a lot of state – I forget. I guess it was Oklahoma. It was a video of a police officer chasing a guy. He had to stop at the border. He couldn't chase it. And then this, the state troopers or whatever had to go. So it's, it's, it's a pretty crazy thing. Police officers are given this um, kind of like an amnesty protocol where if they chase a car and they hit your car during the chase – you cannot sue the police officer. You can sue the municipality or the, the local government. But it's not like Joe Smo driving the car. Yeah, it's not like, Joe Smo driving the car. There's this funny video. There's like a, like a 
nice sports car in LA and the person like slowed down to go around it but then like later on you hit like five other cars or something it's these these chases are chaotic you should go watch a couple not a lot well I guess like if the criminal hits your car you can sue the criminal yeah and I don't know how that is dealt with I'm sure it would be a nightmare to get like it would take forever for you to receive money I feel like it would be less money than necessary to fix your car so if there's a car chase going on near you Get I would seriously way. just pull over. Do not stay on the road and do not try to find it. It would it would give you a headache more than anything, especially yeah. if your life is in danger. Some other notable chases are um, there was 1995. There was an M60 patent tank that was stolen from a, a National Guard armory. They're pretty fast. And it went fast. on a rampage through San Diego. Um, there was the um, oh, what, the killdozer, they called it. Um, in Granby, Colorado, and I actually saw this in a video. Person stole bulldozer? put armor on a yeah. bulldozer, and that one you were rooting for the person because he was trying to right all the people that wronged him. You know, like he he destroyed their houses and stuff. Yeah, it, he was a he was a pretty angry dude. He was super angry because no one, someone like was trying to steal his mine away from him or something, and like you feel sorry for him, but. Yeah, you know, it ends tragically because, like, you know, they take their lives or whatever. Yeah. And, like, the police are obviously, like, shooting at this thing. And, like, it's it's exciting and crazy, but also, like, very real and tragic. So lots of things happen. I looked into some modern ways of, of police chases being stopped, like technology, because I'm like, these chases go on for over an hour. Why can't they just, like, disable the car right away? Yeah. You know, because, like, it puts a ton of people at risk if cars are getting hit pedestrians could get hit crossing the road they don't stop at stoplights that's for sure no some people do it's funny because like there's a stop sign they'll actually stop at the stop sign and then go it's like yeah i don't want to be pulled i'm like over you're by getting the chased by yeah. the pol- you're running from the police like what what is going through their head at the time so i look there's a grapple police bumper which is like a nylon um kind of strap thing that ejects from the front of the police car bumper and like if they can drive up to one of the rear wheels it tangles the wheel oh yeah i think i've seen that before and that's a really cool method but you have to drive close to get that yeah i mean they're pretty good at the um the pit maneuver where they tap the back and spin it out some some police cars are really good some cars get hit by that like multiple times but still drive away that i was like why don't they box them in as soon as they do that but they might have a gun and they might just start shooting. So yeah, that's why they like that. leave distance. You don't know. It takes police time to realize what they're dealing with. That's why there is the chase. Like it right. lasts for a little bit. But also you want to get rid of them. So yeah, you have to see what's going on. Spike trip spike strips are really good. They now have like hydraulic activated ones, so you don't have to throw them yourself. You just put a box on the side and hit the remote. That's, that way you can that's hide. Nice, yeah. It's so much better. Saves saves people. There's Star Chase, which is a grill-mounted GPS launcher. That's pretty cool. Shoots yeah. off and hits their car, sticks on it. And then you can get them later, I guess. Then you can get them later if it's a stolen car or okay. something. A rest net is like a net that looks like spike strips, but it shoots a net in front of the car. Oh, weird. That should be like – that should already be installed on every highway. I can see how there would be some issues if it went off by accident or yeah, something. Yeah, it could cause some problems. It could cause some serious problems. But – this technology is worth looking into because it's extremely dangerous and people who are going to drive a car, I mean, they call cars weapons. They're essentially weapons, you know. Yeah. They can kill people. So, you know, watch a car chase, get excited, get your adrenaline going, root for them, not root for them. I don't know. They're all crazy. Okay. It's just Yeah, I mean, thing. like, they're funky people out there. You never really want to get too involved. Yeah, yeah, it's really crazy. Get off the road. Don't let your car get hit. Yeah. Or body.
Yeah, it's not it's good. Crazy stuff. So don't pick up scam calls and don't get involved in police chases. Don't well. run from the police. It's automatic jail time in most states. Yeah. That's just a fact. Avoiding like, arrest. Even if you like like joke or something, like you're going to jail right away. Yeah, you're that's done. like you're evading the police. Like don't yeah, do that. That's no just good. Save, just follow the law. People. Save yourself the time. So But I think that's it for this week's episode of Two Top. Yeah, hope you learned something on this Sleepy Tuesday. Yeah, and we'll see you guys next time. For another Two Topics. See ya. This was Two Top, an independently created and run podcast created by Thomas Lance and Matt Berg. Music this episode comes from Lee Rosever. For more info about this week's episode, visit us at twotoppodcast.com. For general inquiries and feedback, send us an email at twotoppodcast at gmail.com. See you next week for another Two Topics.